Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello, welcome to Six Bits. My name is Maureen O'Connell and right over there... Poo, 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 poo. It's me. It's Ray. Hi. Give I, me I, a better pew pew, pew 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 pew. Laura uses that sound for block. Anytime we anytime we start talking about something negative that we don't want in our lives, it's like let's block that. Pew 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 pew. And she uses a pen to do it as well. The pew 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 pew. I like her. I like her style. I've always loved it. Pew pew. I want. I need to go and get it. Actually, do you know what? She's been working on the show the guts of I don't know six months now, and yeah. every day she does a pew pew pew. I think I need to go and get it. I need to go and put it on a hotkey so I can. So is that. I can pew pew pew, but I pew pew. pew. And every day, hands. I just haven't done it as usual. In one of our in one of our groups, when we're when we're getting annoyed, there's a great picture of it's Nick Cave meeting one of the lads from Radiohead on the street, and they're going like that. You know, they've got the guns out and they're leaning backwards. Uh-huh. And we always just put in a pew pew, pew and we pew, need pew. to send that in a group, being like pew pew, stay, keep away from me. Yeah. Uh, Love it. The other thing as well that uh, that we do is we've started. Uh, I we I don't want to be negative. You know, I'm quite a negative person, as you know, and I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> shock horror. Bum bum bum. I'm trying not to be as negative as I am. And a part of the, that exercise is for every negative thing I say, I need to try and think of. This has been going on for a while as well, particularly with Laura. Uh, it, any negative thing I say, I try and say something positive, or try and come up with something saying something positive. So anytime we Go bitch, on. anytime we bitch about someone or something, it could be anything. So any number of things we could bitch about. Or, or people, we always follow up with a positive thing. And mm. and there's mm. one, so basically, mm. but what it had been was people that we like. So what we'll do is we'll bitch and then we'll go and pick a person that we like and we'll go, but, so bitch, 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 bitch. And then, but, um, Kevin McGahern is a lovely man, isn't he? Uh, he's re- so you could be bitching about someone completely different, but then to negate the bitchiness, you pick someone that you like yeah, to say and, something nice about. Okay. And say, but in fairness, like, so we're not completely... You must be talking about me all of the time. We are in in one side of the conversation. Uh, <laughs> but the, the funny thing is, what we now do is we've gotten really lazy with it and we just say Kevin McGahern all the time. So it's like, bitch, 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 bitch. But Kevin McGahern is lovely. <laughs> and it's always Kevin and you're, McGahern. And you're right. He's lovely. You've, He's a you very picked nice a good man. He, you yeah. picked a really good in there. He's we, fantastic. We do have a few, but Kevin McGahern is the one that we always use. It's like it's become a refrain now for Charming. any bitching that goes on. It's just Charming uh, man. Great beard. Are we going to say our three things each? I've we got said three. That we would constitute, we, will, we would institute this. An attempt at six bits, really, to show that yes. we have. Okay. Uh, uh, you go first. Ladies first, then. Okay, so I have got something about a patient dog waiting for their owner who is in hospital. Oh, God. I also have Google threatening to pull out of Australia. All right. We've got mandatory quarantining for Ireland. And I've got something on, I've got more on films as well. Oh, and films. On, uh, You've got four on, bits. On James, James Bond and, and, uh, and, of course, Wonder Woman. We said we'd talk about her. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, a whole homeschooling, which uh, this is what I was in the middle of when you rang. And see, this is the thing. You're already doing it. You're doing that face, which is, which is perfectly fine, by the way, uh, is the, is the, um, the non-parent the, face. Yeah. I'm not a parent and I don't care. And I'm, I, do you know what? As the parent who didn't even engage in homeschooling up until a couple of weeks ago, I didn't care either. Uh, and I have to say... It's very, 
very upsetting. It's a very upsetting... Th- anyway, that's homeschooling. And um, the inauguration, of course, was this week. We, the, the, the American inauguration, we should say. Uh, American. No, the, the Americans are very excited. Oh. And I had a little bit of um, uh, well, TV stuff. Well, 73 million of them aren't. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing as well about Biden winning. Is that like... And they were like, it needs to be a decisive victory. This is what they were saying beforehand. Like, Biden needs mm-hmm. to win decisively. And he won the Electoral College decisively. But a few of those states, like, it is... I mean, when you consider the scale of America, if you win within 10,000 votes, it's pr- it's too it's too close to be... It's not unprecedented for so many um, presidencies, though, in America. Yeah, and there's only two uh, parties. Yeah. There's always this historian, she's from Harvard, on CNN. She's fantastic. And she comes out with this stuff and she's like, sure, this happened before, let's don't worry about it. It's grand. She's just, she really calms everyone down. But now there's so many splinters within the right Trump wing. Yeah. Because, wing because so many of them are so disappointed at what he's done and disillusioned. And maybe he wasn't there to drain the swamp. It's like, lads, he is the swamp. He's a quagmire. What are you talking about? <laughs> he didn't do anything for four years. He just made it worse. I don't think Your that's a bad thing that there is splintering. He's gone into the trillions upon trillions upon trillions. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's not necessarily a bad thing for Democrats, although Democrats have always been pretty splintered as well. But it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. that they, although they will have a long time to get their shit together, the Republicans, it's not a bad thing that there's 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 splintering within, or certainly with two factions within the Republicans, yeah. uh, as they become a bit more but divided. Politics aside, mm-hmm. the inauguration was a feast for the senses, wasn't it? Did you cry? I cried. Did you cry? No, I was at work, so I was just looking up because I was right. in meetings going... What's happening there? Oh, there's there's Lady Gaga. She looks fantastic. She just, she looked like she was out of Tudor England. I loved every okay. second of it. Okay. I was like, that's who, like I think I said it on Twitter. I want her to play Anne Boleyn in that dress with a big smile on her face walking up to get beheaded being like, go fuck yourself, Henry. <laughs> I just loved everything about it. And then the whole J-Lo thing of this land is your land. And then all the memes of Brazil. Oh my God, I can't remember the words now. I've been singing it for two days. Vegas to Africa. All right, okay. I just thought it was brilliant. It was so good. And then the fashion. The fashion. Okay, right. See, this is Bar Garth Brooks, who looked like he was heading off to his confirmation. I have to say, all of the discussion about the fashion I found in 2021, and as a boar and... A sexist, misogynist pig myself, mm-hmm. uh, who has become aware of watching my P's and Q's and what I'm saying. I felt the focus on the fashion somewhat odd in 2021. That particularly Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris, uh, that she, the focus on what she was wearing. Now, of course, there's symbolism in what she was wearing because uh, she was representing designers and she was representing, of course, herself and she was representing. Uh, and she was choosing suffragette, American suffragette yeah, colors. Yeah, so that all, there's no meaning in that. But then there was, uh, and it, as well, what uh, oh, Michelle Obama was wearing. There was still a, a preoccupation with, like, we never, we never talked about what Mike Pence was wearing when he was being sworn in. Because, yeah. as we know from, and not to bring it to us, but it's sort of on our frivolous little light entertainment show. You wear the same thing all the time. Martin wears the same thing all the time, and it's only me who's always get yeah. all the horrible messages going. The state of you, or that's lovely. There'll be nice things as well, but 
it's always sidelined when it comes to, oh, it's so frivolous talking about fashion. It's not. It's a power move. It's what you're oh, yeah. doing. It's making a statement of intent. And this is a multi-billion dollar industry that makes the world go round. So the fact that it is kind of pushed aside by some people in uh, in commentary about it being a frivolous thing, it's not. It is so unbelievably important in so many mm-hmm. different ways. And I do think that um, that this idea of oh god it's just lessening it cheapening it's not lessening and cheapening it and I was just sitting there going where's Joe's Ray-Bans because the sun was in his eyes and I know he had to show but you know I'm used to seeing Joe Biden and Ray-Bans and you know it makes him look cool it makes him look how are you doing I know I'm a super old man but I still have Ray-Bans Colbert does an amazing uh Joe Biden impression now as part Mm. of his um his his monologues it's very funny when it cuts back to him and he's being Joe Biden and he's being an old man wearing Ray-Bans and he's saying old man things like who left the, the heating on and t- 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 it's v- he's very v- that man is so funny and charming because I did I, I I just think Ray-Bans are so I bought my dad he lost his broke his Ray-Bans years ago and I bought him a pair a few years ago and he loves them oh he thinks really? he's the shit are in they, his Ray-Bans it's just a fashion thing then is it are they any are they good are they oh they're very good right they're how much is a Ray-Ban how much do they cost uh, you get them now. You'd often get those two for one or, you know, 40% off this, the second pair. In boots you know or spec I mean? savers, is it? In, the, in wherever, you, wherever you need to get them, in the Brown Thomas. Or, you know, if you've got someone in your life who's good at finding the old codes. All right. How much then? Be. Ballpark. How much is a pair of sunglasses? Ballpark. I think, I, you know, you can go from 142 for Ray-Bans, depending from, on the ones. From 100? From. Oh, Jesus. To, sweet baby Jesus. More. Bless yourself. Oh. Yeah, but if you're going for aviators, you'll get them for 180 quid or something. 180 quid for a pair of sunglasses. How many people do you know that buy four pairs of 10 euro sunglasses in pennies every single summer? They break them every year. Then they buy another four pairs the next year. You're going to keep your expensive sunglasses for years. You're actually saving yourself money in the long run. Expensive and I thoroughly sun- believe that. For me, expensive sunglasses are 45 euro. And you know what? Shocker, I've kept them for years. Because you know what? 45 euro is too much money to be spending on a pair of sunglasses in Ireland. Yours yours look like you've spent them for years. You've had them for years. You know what? You can go shit in the hat. <laughs> and, and, and I'll have you know, I've actually gone, I've gone and bought the same what's ones the, again. What? What's that for Ireland thing? What? I wear sunglasses regardless of how... All right, sorry. Awful and overcast it is outside purely because, you know, I want to stop UV rays and, and stop the old wrinkles getting even worse. I wear sunglasses all of the time. In the depths of winter, I wear sunglasses. Kate's the same. I don't. I'm not. A, the only the only thing I ever need sunglasses for is uh, in, in the car. You know, if it's, a, if it's annoying me in the car or long journeys in the car. But beyond that, I don't use my sunglasses. I should. And Kate's always like, you know, you for the should. wrinkles, whatever. I don't. I don't. She You're a man. The... You don't have to worry as much. Yeah, there's also a thing. I find them very uncomfortable. I feel like. Um, oh well, then. Yeah. You're never. You're I feel like an Egypt like in them, like in in Ireland in the winter, or you know. Whereas you don't feel like an Egypt with the tiny little hot water bottle sticking out of your back. I injured as myself. Yes. Quasi modo of hot water bottles. And you know, it's doing nothing for me, but just on the off chance that it might. I. I have Where's a... your sex toy? It's upstairs, actually. For anyone who is just. Entering this conversation and may never have listened to Six Bits before. I'm in bits. Ray has a massager. <laughs> An intimate gonna, massager. By the way, it's not intimate. Guy. It's actually a massager. Like it's a massager for massaging. It has a number of heads on it. It's, it's, it's a sex it's toy. A number it's, of heads on it. 
That's definitely a sex toy. <laughs> well, if it's a sex toy, uh, you know what? I commend How any times have we done your I commend any shirt? man or woman that can yeah. use a couple of those heads. Wherever they're sticking is good luck to them. Uh, a couple of heads are definitely suitable. Six or seven kids. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Here, I got you a massager. <laughs> you hurt yourself. Are you feeling all right? I'm not. I haven't been swimming today either, actually. I'm going to go after this. After oh. our meeting, actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, Because I can't move and I'm kind of, like, I'm somewhat concerned about being out of my depth in water and not being able to move. You know, because you know, I, 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 you know, I might sink then. <laughs> Sorry. Would you not just leave it off no, for the day that's in it? I can't. I can't. You can't. You just, you can't do it. Unlike James Bond's people. Hey, hey. Jesus, you just did a link there, lads. Hey, hey. So if we're going via James Bond and if we've if you plan their trajectory of the release date of No Time to Die. Oh, yeah. They're, they never think COVID's going to end because <laughs> they've pushed out the release date yet again. So it was March last year, then moved to November. And they have it along with the Ghostbusters sequel and also Cinderella have been delayed. And apparently... Uh, Daniel Craig's final outing as James Bond will arrive on the 8th of October. So that's when they think Jesus. the pandemic will be over. So it's nearly the end of the year again. It might get pushed again. Um, and Billie it, Eilish is just sitting there going, lads, I released this song last year. This is what I was going to ask about it. it would it be a good... I, I think it would. I, I'm pitching it to them anyway. Why don't they say to Billie Eilish, will you do us another one? Do us a second. Because this one has been around and we all know it. We've all heard it. Would you do us another one? Do you have another one in you? In you. I really liked the first one. Yeah, it was good, yeah. But that's a good idea, actually. Go on, go again. Do us another one. Two for, for one. Yeah, because everyone has, has heard it. Uh, who makes that call? It's a banger it, at the moment. Is it the, the studio or is it the producers? Who makes the... the, the or is it just... Uh, I'd say it's all in conjunction, like not just Barbara Broccoli. I'd say it's with the, with the studio as well because so many things are going on. Warner Brothers have delayed the release of The Sopranos prequel the Many Saints of Newark, they've Man. decided to do that. Whereas uh, Warner Brothers did do that deal with HBO Max. Yeah. Where they brought out Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, we'll get to that, that in just one second. Okay. Uh, is the Ghostbusters film already filmed? Is it like Bond? Oh yeah, it was ready to go last summer. Oh right, okay. And this is the one that looks like minus crack. I'm worried about that film. <laughs> yeah, like Paul Rudd. Again, like Kevin McGarren, you could talk about him oh, whenever you need Matt. to talk about someone lovely. Paul Rudd on the list. Yep. Put Paul on the list. And um, and he's in it. And then it's all a bunch of kids. Um, ben Wolfhard from Stranger Things and stuff. He's one of the lead. It looks quite earnest. Now, maybe that's just the trailer they've released to yeah. put it off the scent. But it doesn't seem to have the crack. Yeah. That you want from a Ghostbusters. That's the whole point of Ghostbusters, except for the third mm. one, which was dreadful. Um, the So anyway, so... Which uh, is the third one? The, the wo- women's one. The women's one. And it's not because they're I women. I really enjoyed the women's one. I loved Bridesmaids. I love funny women. I love I love humans being funny. They don't need to be women. I love humans I being love, funny. I love the qualifying it. I liked Bridesmaids. Well, this is it. This, I liked Bridesmaids. Well, a bunch of people from Bridesmaids are in the Ghostbusters film. And the Ghostbusters film spy? just wasn't that fun. I liked Spy. Yeah, Spy was all right. Uh, this film did not... that. It was just like... And it's like, oh, you're just being sexist because you don't like it. And it's like, no, 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 no. no you don't, I like no, the I premise. Like I like sexist. Ghostbusters and I like these women. 
I just didn't think this was a good film. Like the whole Bill Murray thing was weird. There's just so much, like it was clunky. It was clunky and Cl- it was clunky. like they they were like, uh, let's just go and do a load of bits and try and make a film out of it. Uh, I enjoy. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Does it bring us on? Because Kristen Wiig is in Ghostbusters. She is also in Wonder Woman 1984. And a huge disservice has been done to her. Huge disservice. Now, I'm not going to tell you not to rent it. Spend your money on getting out Wonder Woman because you're going to want to see it if you're a fan. Mm. I loved the first one. This one is, at one stage we were like, is this over yet? How? And then we'd check the screen and we'd be like... There's an hour left? How is there an hour left in this turd of a movie? They have destroyed it. The, destroyed it. It's so moralistic and boring and patronising. And the bit like where your tactic. man is wandering around trying to find his son uh, was the bit where I thought, this is oh, really... Pedro Pascal. Yeah, this is just... And how did he get there? <laughs> how did he get there? His and son why? is just randomly wandering around. Uh, it was, was it Washington? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is there a moral tale? Every time Diana spoke, it was a moral tale about the goodness of humanity triumphing over evil. And I was like, I don't need this much exposition. Stop it. It was terrible. Stop it. Uh, Looks great, but it was terrible. And also, there's that bit of Gal Gadot. Is this a spoiler? But there's a bit where she's in the Middle East, and it's it's not Israel that she's in. She's in a different country, and. Obviously, the first Wonder Woman was banned in an awful lot of countries because Gal Gadot, being an Israeli, was in the Israeli army because there's conscription and you have to do your time in the army. Yeah. And uh, there's there's a bit that's kind of, it's like, are you trying, are you doing this to try to win over? <laughs> Muslims. The, the, yeah. It's uh, not going to fly. What's her, does she have a public position on the politics of where she's from or like of, of course she's been in the army but of course everyone that grew up there had to be in the army they had to be in the army she hasn't ever disavowed it and she doesn't say that being in the army is a bad thing obviously everyone has jumped on that and okay. brought but up at Palestine. the same time but she's not pro she's, either she stayed very stumped she just replies by singing imagine that's it yeah that's that's her answer to <laughs> that's what she does <laughs> I feel uh, my theory. I, have I talked about this before? I know we, you and I have talked about it, but my my theory about Wonder Woman is that they got it. Wonder Woman one was actually a fluke. These <laughs> this crowd, this Schneider crowd, or this like all of these films are terrible, and everyone Take was Zach like Snyder away from DC. I'm really sorry, but just just remove. Nope, no more Zach. But they were all like Wonder Woman's. Oh, it's amazing. Gal Gadot is perfect. Patty. Patty, Patty Jenkins? Patty Jenkins. is a, She's cracked it. it. This is amazing. They've done it right. Finally, they've, they've done it right. And like, and I agreed. I thought Wonder Woman 1 was, was pretty good. Mm. Uh, but I think now, I think it turns out it was actually just a fluke. It was just like, they just happened to, the pieces fell. To, and then they're, they're riding your man. Uh, and you're, and the, the one with, it's just, and then turning into a cat. Spoilers Again not a spoiler It's not a spoiler Because no. you know The Kirsten Wig Plays Cheetah And I love Kirsten Wig. I, I didn't know that Going in did. I didn't know oh, did you know No I was like What the hell just happened Oh I just She A huge disservice Done to her If I was her I'd be like What Come on Put everything on a plate for you Look at me I look amazing Just had some ki- Oh had she had the kids At that stage I don't know if she had No she had kittens uh, when she saw, she get, did she have kittens? Well, she had kittens, kittens when she saw the final cut of Wonder Woman ninety. Leave it, leave it. Uh, we'll st- stay on the, on the small screen for a moment. 
couple of I things. I know what you're going to talk about. Two things. Lupin. I got a message from someone this morning saying, Ray was talking about this on the radio this morning. Ah, Lupin. Because I watched Lupin. You watched it last night as well? Yes. Oh, that's great. Let's get that in one second. WandaVision, Mm. I'm disappointed in. WandaVision! Uh, I'm going to leave it now until the entire series has aired and then I'm going to binge it all in one go because I can't get into it and I'm... It's starting to put me off it. So I'm going to... Yeah, so I'm going to leave it. And you know what? I like the whole Bewitched and uh, I Love Lucy and all the homages to the old television. Yeah. But I don't think that can sustain the program sufficiently uh, for me to get the whole way through it. So, but but I know there's more going. I know there's more going on. Uh, but we I just, do. I just need to stay because with we know Wanda. We know we story, know that yeah. Elizabeth Olsen is in London to film a movie in the Marvel universe. Oh really? So this is setting up. This is part, but I also really enjoy the fact that we're finally getting to see Wanda and Paul, or Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany do a bit of acting. What's he on? And What's that man I'm on? I'm enjoying it. Jesus, doesn't he look amazing? Like, but then again, I suppose he's always like, you know, he's behind a load of rubber. Ah, uh, but of the time. no, no, but like, no, hang on, because he's he, on Jennifer Connelly. That's what he's on. Yeah, I mean, you'd you'd be a happy man as well. It's unbelievable. Like, do, you ever do, do you think he just looks at her all the time and go, tell me the story about Labyrinth again. Tell me what happened in Labyrinth again. <laughs> no, let's talk about Labyrinth. She's in Snowpiercer. I watched most of that and I Ugh. I didn't finish it. I didn't finish the series. I hated the movie, so I didn't watch the series. I don't think... I don't I don't think they're connected. Uh, apparently they're, yeah. they live they're, in isolation or they... Yeah, but still. Well, they are connected. They're in the same timeline, but their yes. stories are separate, yeah. Yeah. Um... They're in the same universe, if you will. Well, there you go. So, uh, WandaVision, I'm quite enjoying it and looking forward to the next episode. It's today. The new one. Lupin. Lupin. Yeah, stuck it on last night following much uh, uh, recommendations from Kira King on the Six O'Clock Show last night. Stuck yes. it on and it is dubbed, first of all, because uh, when we stuck it on, it was no subtitles, just dubbed. So we, we were what? like, yeah, so it's, they dub it. That must mean that you watched something in dub before. That your settings, because ours our subtitles came up straight away. Interesting. I don't know what we would have watched. I don't really like dubs. You see, so when it came on, I was like, "Oh, not not sure." And then we just left it on and watched it. It was fine. Uh, the with it's a heist story, basically, without giving too a much. Who done it? A heist. Ho- Is it who done it? We know who done it. We do know who done it, but it's all the trying to put him off. Who done it? What I and what is someone else involved in? Is this person involved in? And he does all this. Now there's an awful lot of explaining going on. How much have you As watched? Three episodes. Oh Jesus! Four. Right, I only watched the first one, and because mm. it was an hour long, when I had to go to bed. And I, you know, the way modern television, the way modern TV or epic TV or uh, prestige TV, as it's known, yeah. is written now that like every episode ends on a, oh my god. Put on the next one. Like, it only has to be the last 20 seconds of the hour. Yeah. But it needs to be... They didn't do that at the end of the first episode. And I was like, huh. It was like it was all a self-contained story in an episode. I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I, th- I thought... Yeah. Do you remember they used to do this? That was just like, so, so what's going to happen next There was time? a bit of a resolution. It was all tied up in a nice little bow. They did. They explain it every single time. I was like, oh, this is old school. It's not leaving me hanging. I quite, I enjoyed that. I right. really enjoyed that about it. I was expecting, um, based on the way the care was talking about, like, I'm going to watch the, the next one right away or as soon as I'm done here. Yeah, that you need to get to the end of the story. Whereas they do all this explaining at the end of every episode 
as to why it sort of happened. And they do like I'm on what I finished three, definitely. And they do that in every episode. So you can kind of go, do you know what? I can leave it now. I'll come back to you later. OK, right. It's good. And it's not amazing. It's good. Also, uh, it's I not. Need- you have to really suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Because everyone, there was an awful lot of people going, this is just so many talk. This is a fantastic. And I haven't seen anything. I'm like, no, no. As I said last night on my Instagram, I was like, it's like watching a medical drama with a medical professional who goes, that can't happen. That's stupid. Yeah, like there are plot holes. There are so many plot holes of going that. Why? You just got to enjoy the ride. Suspend your disbelief. Lupa on Netflix. You can watch it dubbed or you can watch the the subtitles. Lupa. I need to check my racism at the door, actually. My latent racism, my systemic racism. Uh, Because because, uh, I... Because Laura was asking me about it this morning. I said, she was like, what's it like? I said, it's, I nearly said, it's like Luther. Because it's a, it's a black guy, a very charismatic black guy in a lead God, role, so being charming. smarter than everybody else. Uh, but then really, that's all there, like, it's not like Luther at all. I it's equated like, it to Sherlock. Yeah, well, do you know what? Sherlock and Luther would be in the same family as well, really, wouldn't they? Kind of. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, it's like Sherlock, because I was... The housemate was giving out about something. I was like, remember this bit in Sherlock? And he went, oh yeah, it's the exact same. There's a huge plot hole. Yeah. So. Right. It's, I, I would, I would put it on the same lines as that. Uh, Omar, he is so charming. Yeah. He's <laughs> fantastic. He's, he's excellent. ridiculously charming. Um, should we talk about news? Uh, well, in one minute? We did um, the, 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 the inauguration, didn't we? So yeah, that's. Oh that, God, that's, we did. That's news. What did you want to do about Google? Was it Google or quarantining you were going to do? Well, Google is threatening to shut off, <laughs> to shut down its search engine if the new Australian digital code goes ahead. And Australia have said that they're going to have to pay news outlets if they want to use their sources. Yeah. So much like a TV license mm-hmm. that Google would have to pay something towards these news outlets because they are um, propagate. They're they're filling their news feed. They give them so much content for free. And Google is like Google and Facebook are fighting this legislation and this is in the parliament in Australia. Um, Didn't the same thing happen in France No, yesterday. we're not going to pay for They did a, a, a deal with, with um, I was reading about this uh, yesterday. Google has reached an agreement with an association of French publishers over how it'll be, it'll pay for reuse of snippets of their content. This was uh, implemented in France as well where, yeah. where Google said they're going to pay. Google isn't the issue though really, is it lads? Uh, it, it's it's Facebook. Facebook are the ones that are just like, they make all the money off... Uh... Well, it's both of them. Where do Google make the money, though? Like on Google News, is it? Yeah, but their search engine, it's the first thing that you go to. They make it all on ads. They're making billions upon billions upon billions. And they're yeah. taking that directly out of the mouths of news agencies who are directly employing journalists and copywriters and and everything. And it's like, well, they're making the money off the ads. We're not making any money. They just put it up. Yeah. So there's an awful lot of issues there. And of course, Facebook is a huge issue. So in Australia, if you went onto Facebook, so Google might just shut down its engine. And on Facebook, they're like, well, all of the news articles would be gone. That's it. It would just be uh, grandmothers saying hello and, you know, pictures of dogs and children. Wouldn't, is there a, is there not an opportunity here for the likes of, because they, like you say, they make billions. You're not just talking billions. like a successful uh, news making entity will make millions and they'll be, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about like in the old days, successful. Mm-hmm. 
Now you're talking billions on a scale that like is unimaginable. Is there not an opportunity for these companies? And they're they're really being targeted. Like the more like awareness is growing, like particularly in the last year. In the last year, and I know there's been an American election as well, which has kind of taken the focus and uh, highlighted how bad, like uh, they're just bad operators. Facebook and Google are in terms of the truth and truthiness and fake news yeah. and. But we keep Journalism, talking about reporting. them as though they're companies. They're not. They're nation states. Oh, That's yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. They're, na- they're not companies anymore. But we're all they're becoming more states. and more aware of how, how the fact that they are bad operators and how they operate. That one mm. podcast, if there's a podcast worth listening to, listen to the one about Mark Zuckerberg behind the bastards. That's very good. Uh, and there's a couple of them about him. Definitely mm. worth listening to. And that'll give you an insight into how, the impact of Facebook in democracy. Uh, and how it's... But here's the thing. Given that they're so rich, right? Don't they have an opportunity to just funnel a few million into a few truly reputable news divisions of their own? Yeah, but they won't... (laughs) This is the interesting thing. And it's peanuts for them, surely. they, They don't do that. Much like... It would cost YouTube, who, you know, are making, what, 11 billion a year? Yeah. It would cost them a fraction of what they make a year to pay moderators to take down, you know, child pornography or to flag all of these things and to give them proper psychological, because the things that you see on YouTube, Mm -hmm. it's psychologically damaging the workers who actually do this and they're working ridiculous hours. It would cost them a fraction. It's been costed how much it would would be for them to implement these policies. They're not going to do that because... Their shareholders don't want to spend the money on that. They just want the profits. So why would Google do that when they can just say, like Ireland aren't going to do anything and we're where the ombudsman is in Europe. They've they've just said to the Australian government, they've issued them uh, today. No Google in Australia. Saying, but fine, bye. So they operate outside the laws of countries. They can do whatever the hell they want. It's what it appears. Imagine being in Australia and then going to... They'll have to bing. They'll have to bing now. <laughs> ask Jeeves. It's finally Ask Jeeves time. Alta Vista. <laughs> you know, I needed this. I was actually having a breakdown with my kids. Uh, I think I think um, the whole homeschooling thing is... Also, the, the more homeschooling you do, the more you realise how we're doing it wrong. The way we teach kids. And... Yeah, they're not learning. Interesting, actually. They're not learning. They're there's brute force. There's some things they're learning. There's also a real, uh, in it's it was really disconnected between. They do things like mindfulness every day. There's a little mindfulness thing, which oh. is so progressive. Like when you consider, oh. yeah, they've broken through. Brezzy has broken through, or whoever it is. They find like mindfulness is a thing every day in national school, which is a thing we never got, and it's fantastic. But at the same time, then they're making they're they're like making him look at a sheet of paper with with like the translations of Irish words and saying spot the verb like in English, asking the question, the verb and the adjective and the noun, and he's eight. He doesn't know what they are in English, let alone in Irish. And then just all he's capable of doing is copying. Do you remember in, in Irish like it's like if you think you've got it right, so you're just copying the words. Like he's just copying. He's not learning. It's 
then again, Irish again, you know, it's fine. If your family's into it and you want, to, you want the kids to learn Irish, same with religion. It should be an opt-in rather than a, we don't have time to be occupying their minds with things that they don't need. I know. I just, the idea that language skills at, a, at an early age and, and um, teaching languages is actually so good for the development Russian. I want them to learn Russian. I want, sure, listen. I want a pair of oligarchs by the time they're 25. All right, Putin. We have to go to a meeting. Um, we didn't get to talk about this lovely dog. We didn't get to talk about the fact that quarantining in Ireland, should it be brought in as soon as you come into the country, an Australian type thing where you're brought by the police to a hotel and you have to quarantine yes. there for two weeks. I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. But what does that mean for all of Ireland? Because then does it have to be an all-Ireland... Thing and George Osborne, the former Chancellor Chancellor of the Exchequer in the UK, was writing in what's he editor of the Spectator, or, or Spectator. Um, saying that we're creating an all Ireland. It will be a united Ireland because of everything that's happening with coronavirus. And he was like, and and this is a terrible thing to say, but honestly, I don't think people here care. <laughs> well, do you know what? That's not. That's hardly news. But at least, yeah. at least someone's saying it out loud. He is, yeah. Over he went there. down to talk about the union, and he was like, "We have to protect Scotland to keep the union going." But like, you know, does anyone really care about? I was, wow. I was reading this article, going, "Jesus, go on, George." We gotta um, go. Meeting we time. We must go. Stay away from yourselves. And each other. And each other.